The 389th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hi, Yoda Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 389. Going out to Eric Does Sports, our friend in the Discord, for hitting his Mormon pudding parlay. I can't pass on hitting him <laughs> in episodes. So this goes out to Eric. Uh, unfortunately, I did not hit any parlays. I didn't hit much last night. I'm Jeff Chalks Fox. I swear I used to be good at, at picking uh, picking fights, picking winners. Just go back and listen to excuse me listen to last year's you know just don't just skip this year okay i'm not doing so especially the past couple weeks but luckily that the man whose reputation already uh preceded him everyone already thought he was he was a genius at making picks and now he's actually coming through with his picks every week it's dan gumby breland hello hey i also want to give a honorary shout out to uh yes. Ro- rob plez it's a there's oh, a real lot there's a real lot of consonants at the end and i don't know if i'm yep. supposed to say them all or not um but he had matthew he was like in line for the the show dedication by having yes. matthew semmelsberger wins by second round knockout which very well could have been stopped in the second round uh only to blow up in his face uh tremendously so uh shout out to rob yeah. shout out to rob yep. real close uh bummed me out too <laughs> and someone lost a the Derek lewis Inside 30 seconds pick by two seconds. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I can't remember somebody, who that was. Somebody yeah, posted that it was 200 to 1 in one book. And I don't know what books we're getting these from. But it was 200 to yeah. 1 in one book. And somebody was actually in on it at, like, I, I want to say it was, like, 75 to 1 or something like that. So they didn't get the as big of a number. But, like, it was huge still. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, two seconds. Three seconds, actually, now that I look it up. So that makes it not as bad. It was it, three seconds. Yeah, I guess, I guess not. <laughs> but also, that could have been stopped 12 seconds earlier. Like, that, that fight could have been stopped after he threw the knee. Um, like, I, no qualms if they stopped it then. Uh, or at least after the first, like, 15 hammers or the first time uh, that DeLima rolled over to his knees. Like, th- there was plenty of time to stop it earlier. I'd have been, if I was in on that play, I'd have been pretty bummed. Yeah. But it, it was a fun night. Most people s- seemed to be hitting some some good picks last night. So seems like um, it was a pretty good night for all. Not just Mormon putting in parlay, but Blake Meyer, baseball Blake came through with with the parlay, which was like opposite of everything I picked. So he obviously doesn't <laughs> listen to us. Uh, let's see. Kush Clouds can probably make bigger Kush Clouds now because he hit a big uh, Justin Gaethje um to win and round two to start so that one just squeaked under uh what how many seconds was it 39 no how many one minute into the second round so that one hit so yeah a lot of people were hitting hitting some fun fun picks last night and gumby sounds like you had yourself a good evening as well i did the, in the real the, world the, the lewis uh the lewis ko was everything um yep. not that I, not that i didn't hit a thing or two otherwise but like uh, i I was truly in on Derek Lewis doing by knockout and was really hoping it came through. So uh, that that one coming through was big for me. Oh, and howdy pal too, right? He had Gabriel Bonfin to win via submission round one and he had Justin Gaethje to win, I think too. So boom. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Wow. We had some people hit some very precise uh, 
precise parlays last night. So good for all you. I'm glad you all had a great time because I, I did not. Well, I guess the fights were okay. I find if my picks aren't coming through, the fights aren't fun either. So these were fun Derek fights. Was fun, and there were so were. many, th there's so many fun things in them too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. All right. We'll get into it after I tell you about another fun thing. Sports Gambling Podcast has a Patreon now. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. Tons of exclusive content, contents, contents. Nope, let's try it again. Exclusive content, exclusive. Nope, let's, let's try one more time, Dan, okay? And if I don't get it this time, you can I can say it, exclusive content. There you go. Ton. Oh, because it says ton. It should say tons. That's what threw me off. Tons of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons. Plus a monthly SGP stories podcast and ad-free uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degens. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to exclude to score. Here we go again. Exclusive perks and support SGPN. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And I think it gives you a cool looking uh I think in the Discord you get like, your, you got yeah, your you name get like, turns into gold. Yeah, your name turns gold. You get a little emblem. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this past week, if you were already in the Patreon too, uh, they did a uh, free to enter UFC 291 DraftKings competition. So uh, you, you could have been in on that, but you missed out. So make sure you get in on that <laughs> for the next one. Yeah, you should have FOMO now. And hopefully you didn't. I don't think my DraftKings picks did well either. But anyhow, enough about me and my losing picks. Let's go to... Recap the event. UFC 291 went down in the Delta Center, Salt Lake City, Utah, and the people came out in droves. 18,467 people in attendance, 6 and 6.6 6 million approximately in gate. So now we we see why the UFC likes to uh likes to go and do their shows in Utah. That's uh some good money and a nice packed crowd. Um they did see an exciting card as we said there was two decisions out of the 11 fights yes only 11 fights because we did lose fights i guess we only lost one since we did the breakdown right um yeah only one since we lost yep. the break because we didn't Tom break down Herrera. we didn't break down polo costa versus ekramolis no. karoth because i don't think right. that as, as somebody pointed out in the discord i think it was turnip so it's like i don't think that fight was ever actually made <laughs> <laughs> no no, for sure not. Yeah, so Alex Pereira and Alex Pereira, the other Pereira, Michelle Pereira came in at 174 pounds for a 170-pound fight. They give you up to 171 pounds, and he was not even close. Um, Stephen Thompson decided he was not going to accept the fight, which is his right to do. But he was – obviously, he doesn't listen to our showdown because he was claiming how it's uh, an unfair advantage. But we know missing weight makes you lose fights. Well, it's 30, an unfair – 38%. It's, a, it's an unfair advantage when – uh, the, the guy you're fighting decides not to cut anymore. Like it looked true, like Michelle true. Pereira gave up on those last three pounds. Like when he woke up, um, yeah. and maybe when like you miss that much. Yeah. Well, when a guy misses that much, sorry to interrupt. That's usually uh, a sign that, that they're just not trying. So in any, in the other, point. the other good sign is he didn't look drawn out. Like he, he right. didn't look like he was dying, trying to get those last three pounds off. It looked like yeah. he was like, oh, I'm three pounds off. Well, he'll probably take the fight anyway. And you know, what's, what's 20% if I beat him and, uh, and you know, props to, to wonder boy. Cause I know there were some people giving him flack, which is insane to me, but as he, he put out in that statement, he's 40. His dream is still to be the UFC champ. It's, it's not a likely possibility that he becomes a UFC champ, but like, 
it's not completely out of the question. Like, you just need him to go in there and be, you know, like a Michelle Pereira and then, like, score a wild upset win over Colby Covington. And, like, now we're talking. Uh, because people want to see Wonderboy. He's fun to watch. So, like, I could see him getting a Michael Bisping-esque title run. Or at least, like, a Dan Henderson late-in-life title shot like he got. Um, which, by the way, was against Michael Bisping. But, like, e- either of those things are possible. And, like, if he takes a bad loss to Michelle Pereira, who, like, only won the fight because he was, like, a few pounds heavier and didn't have to burn cardio heading to high elevation, like, that that's so, that that's might as well be the end of his dream. So, like, I, I get why he, he chose not to do it. It makes tons of sense. You heard the event was at Elevation last night? You heard that, too? They did mention it once or <laughs> twice, man. I will give them yeah. that. <laughs> uh, Thompson is not getting title shot after this because the UFC, you, you play ball with the UFC. You do exactly what they tell you. If, if they tell you you're going to fight a guy not just 10 years younger but much heavier than you, and then you fight the guy. They're, they're not even going to pay him his show money at this point. It's, I did see the story is, so. I did see that. I, I think <laughs> – so first of all, I think that's that's terrible. Um, yep. th- they should pay him his show money if he made weight. Um, but I Isn't will that say what the, show means he showed but, up. But I will say weight. most of the time they give guys their show money. It's because yeah. like the doctor pulled their opponent or their opponent pulled themselves or something like that. Yeah. Very yeah. rarely is it when like they cancel their own fight because I know that happened with JSP before Jonathan Saint or uh Jonathan Saint here. Jonathan uh <laughs> you see that damn nickname that nickname so dumb uh that jo- Jonathan Pierce did that and he I know he didn't get paid like somebody came in way overweight on him and he was like no he, yeah. he nixed the fight and he also didn't get paid so while I don't like it it is pretty much standard operating procedure if like it, it, he pulls himself yeah, and the fighters don't seem uh, to care enough about these money issues to fight for it. So why should we care anymore? That's my uh, opinion at this point. So whatever, that's fine. Um, all right, so that's why we were long. Long story short, that's why we only had eleven fights. We did get our main event though. It, it was uh, all that it cracked up to be for for six minutes at least. I, most of us were hoping it would go longer than that, but it did not. And the wrong Austin uh, won for us too. We were going for. Austin with the J at the front, Austin with the, uh, sorry, Austin with the D at the front, Austin with the J at the front showed up, showed up and won the fight. Justin Gaethje head kick, Dustin Poirier dipped right into a beautiful head kick that had him knocked out for quite a while on the canvas. Uh, he seems to be okay now. Uh, one minute into the second round, this is a guy who does not get knocked out either. So this was very impressive. Highlight for the highlight. Not impressive for us. Uh, Gumby was still on a high at that point from all his picks coming through. So he didn't seem to care. For me, that was just another, that that was, um, I could have gone, what, six and five. Instead, I went six, uh, five and six. So I, I could have used that win, but I didn't get it. Yeah, I would say the only, I don't really feel bad about my handicap on this one because, you know, we recognize that Gaethje's dangerous and that he mm-hmm. brawls and like that, you know, that, that never changed. And we said Poye would be the sharper, more composed striker. And hey, he I, I mean Poye won round one. Um yep. so like Poye, I, I don't I don't think the bot said so. Didn't the bot say it was uh, I don't he, I, I don't I know the bot I, said I don't know what I don't know what Sportivo AI said. Uh shout out Sportivo. <laughs> the real ones um, know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quag, Quagmire as he became so lovingly referred to. Um yeah, but no, but like I think actually, if I remember correctly, he got it on two out of three judges scorecards. Uh, Junijo Camiro or Camijo, uh, who 
is notoriously pathetic at uh, judging fights. He's the one who scored it for Jan Blankovic. He also scored it for uh, uh, Justin Gaethje. So, um, yeah, like, I, I, I thought Poirier clearly won the first. He was putting in good work. Uh, I liked his pressure. Uh, I like how he was staying away from things. And Gaethje threw a strike. Like, look, hey, I, I don't think he threw a head kick in their whole first fight or this fight at all. And uh, so, like, that surprising him. Like, cool that he's got that weapon in there. Uh, it, it's sort of exciting because we're going to see some, like, maybe new matchups with Gaethje, right? Because, like, Poye's fought all those top guys. And Gaethje's fought most of that. Oh, I guess he's fought them all, too, right? Mm. Ha- as he has a, that's that's where I was headed anyway. That's, he hasn't that's, fought Islam, right? Looking. No, he, no, he hasn't fought Islam. Uh, what I'm I'm hearing, what uh, some people are saying, is uh, winner of Islam, Chucky will will fight Justin, even though Justin and, and Chucky Olives have already fought. So I guess if Islam think, wins, that you, probably would be more I, likely. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think do you think Chucky's gonna win that fight? Um, no, 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 I don't either. Uh, and then I would just say this: uh, there was also some. Uh, Twitter ramblings from a particular crazy maniac from Ireland. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that guy. Every hey, time. He's, never, hey, he's not going to fight. He's not I'm just, I'm just going to, he did say, hey, uh, USADA with a Y this morning. He tweeted that out <laughs> um, with a Y, not with a, with a U. That's how they spell, um, that's how they spell it in Ireland. Y-SADA. Um, but uh, but it, look, if he is really in the USADA pool only after that fight, how fucking funny would it be that he just like dangled that in front of Michael Chandler the whole time, only to like back out and fight Justin Gaethje. And like, Oh, it was so uh, obvious. He wasn't going to fight Michael Chandler. That, it, everyone was saying that from the get go. So, well, and it was funny that he wasn't going to do it. Then they were like, well, what if we get like three of your buddies on the ultimate fighter? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'll, I'll fight Chandler afterwards. And they're like, do you want to set a date? And he was like, nah, well, I mean, we'll come he up did. with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yep. if he if he blue balls Chandler to uh to fight Gaethje, I'm here for it. I think that's a, I think it's a more fun fight. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and I don't think well, worst fight for Connor though. Uh is it though? Like, yeah, Gaethje's like, more dangerous. Gaethje's more and, dangerous and harder to put away. Like I, I I could see McGregor knocking out Chandler, but it's hard to knock out Justin Gaethje. But but Chandler would have just wrestled him, right? Like that that was no, that's the, true. That's, the, yeah, the path yeah, that's to victory true. was Chandler, and Chandler was like yeah. Chandler knew the value of beating Conor McGregor, and like knew that he could just like parlay that into a title shot that he doesn't deserve. But like, he was he wasn't going to sit there and box with him. I think Gaethje had boxed with him, and I think you know Conor has that left punch. You know, say what you want about him, say he's aged, say he's not the same, whatever. Conor has that left punch. Put the BMF title on the line because then you can make it a five-round fight no matter what. Put Connor in there for that. I, I think that sounds like hotcakes. I think people would pay out the wazoo for Justin Gaethje versus Connor McGregor. Well, we're not going to talk about him, and we just did, so that's good. <laughs> and of course, they would. Yes, they would. But can Connor pass his tests and can uh, his piss tests and can Connor Con- well, get down to 155 again is, is the question. Well, he's only in the Weiss out of pool. So, Oh, that's true. So it, it's not urine test. They, they ask, uh, it's an IQ test. They just ask you questions. I think so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then he's all set. Um, all right. So that's Gaethje Poirier. Um, fun fight when it lasted. Light heavyweights. We hit this one, but barely. And I wasn't happy about it. Alex Pereira beat Jan Blakovic's split decision, 29-28, 28-29, 29-28. Um, by the end of the 
well, not by the starting of the third round, but Kovic looked his age, uh, battered, and uh, really it looked like he was running out of gas. Yeah, Pereira did not put his foot in the gas, uh, which was um, quite frustrating. He, he did squeak out, like I said, he squawked, squawked. He squawked out the win, Dan. He squeaked out the win. Um, but I'm saying just barely. Like he, if I, I felt if he needed to do more in the third round, apparently he did enough to win the fight. When you look at the striking stats, he did. Uh, he was like, Lanny had an 80% clip in the third round, which probably went on the fight, but he, he could have made it more decisive in my eyes. I think he could have made it more decisive. I get why he wasn't rushing. I think Jan hit him a couple of times and he wasn't ready for how hard Jan hits. Polish power, also, come on. And also, I think he knew he was up, right? Like, because he clearly won the second round. And yeah. he was he was rolling through that third round real easy. Like, I get why he did what he did, because like at the end of the day, he's probably fighting Yuri Prohashka for the belt right now. Um, and like not messing that up by like getting tagged by Jan Plankovic or getting like double legged. And look, I mean, he did wind up getting double legged anyway. And I I think that's the only reason Camillo scores this fight for him. And he didn't do anything on top. It was no. such a that that's a bad scorecard. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it when you look at it at the the macro level, but on the micro level, that scoring that round for Jan is not good. Um, but yeah, no, I I think uh, I think Pereira looked like he had some growing pains a little bit at two hundred five. But hey, it, he's one fight away from being knocked cold for the first time in his MMA career, and. He was not cold only like, wasn't that fight like two months ago? Yeah, it wasn't very long ago. Yep. Different yeah, class too. So yeah. Yeah. So like, can you blame him for being the tiniest bit gun shy? I can't. It was April the 8th to be exact. Um, oh, so it's almost four months. Yeah. Uh, Prayer is one of those guys like Shaq that he just like, he dwarfs whoever he's, he's around even. Yeah. Like he's just bigger no matter what. He's always bigger than who he's, who he's with. I'd he's love to heavyweight. I'd love to see him in there with Jamal Hill because Jamal Hill is also like weirdly big. Yep. Yep. It's true. So you think he's going to be title uh, shot? Yeah. yeah, Probably the the best, most marquee fight they could put together. Yeah. Him, him and Yuri makes all the sense of the world. As long as Yuri's not, I don't know how many of you guys follow Yuri Prohashka on Instagram, but that dude is, they have Instagram in the cave. That dude is, that dude's in caves and he's cliff diving and <laughs> sometimes it looks like he's fishing, but with like his hands or something like that, you know, like it, he, he's doing weird stuff all the time. <laughs> and then there was, that's for sure. there was, a, there was a, a picture of him this morning being blessed by like a Buddhist monk or something like that. And I was like, what is he up to? <laughs> yep. He's, he's up to, he's up to something. That's for sure. And it's always interesting. So yeah, that should be a fun fight. So hopefully it happens. Sooner rather than later. All right, we'll zip through the rest of the card after I tell you about underdog fantasy. By the way, that was an underdog hit for us. Uh, barely. Uh, by the time we recorded, it was plus only only plus 102 for prayer. I think he opened around plus 120. So hopefully uh, listeners got in on him early before the number dove. And speaking of underdogs, we are brought to you by underdog fantasy. The NFL season right around the corner. And underdog pick him is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter at Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $3 million. Echo, echo, echo. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit, a bonus up to 100 bucks. It's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, heavyweights. Derek Lewis came through, and I didn't, I wasn't too mad about it. By that point, my, my night was pretty much shot, so I didn't care that uh, Derek Lewis 
bum rushed Marcos Hoger de Lima. <laughs> Stunned him with the knee, stunned him on the ground. I don't think Delima ever was, or Hoger Delima ever was really hurt, but no, but he quit. I, I, <laughs> I, I no, but I, I get the stoppage. Like, what's what are you gonna do when Derek Lewis is wailing on the guy, even though even if the shots aren't really getting through? Um, so it only lasted 33 seconds, but it was an intense 33 seconds for Hoger Delima. And Gumby was very happy. He had um, Lewis at plus 190 on our show. And then I think in the real world, he had some Lewis KO props going down, right? Yeah, well, if you played the Lewis KO prop back when we recorded the episode, it was 270. Um, right. It got down to like 220-ish by fight time. Um, but there was more value there back last Wednesday. Um, I, I, Yeah, I'm pumped about this. Also, I know you don't listen to the post-fight interviews. You usually got it on mute or you fast forward if you I, got it recorded. I, I heard a bunch of fun stuff, yeah. My favorite one is uh, when when they asked him, like, if he had planned on throwing the flying knee. And he was like, nah, I thought I'd just try some shit and hope it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so good. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. So good. Yep. Uh, really, really appreciate him as a human being. Um, yep. And I hope the UFC re-signs him. Uh, he says he wants to. I just saw a headline. He wants to get re-signed. He wants to. He thinks he has another title run in him. And. Usually I scoff when I hear H and five. It's heavyweight. It's heavyweight, and it's it's him. It's so, who who's to say? He's yeah. got abs now. Who's to say? I I would not uh I would not be surprised if he winds up being uh Francis Ngannou's first opponent though. Yeah, that, that's another thing people are saying. It's a guaranteed two million, um, purse is what Nagano has set up for whoever whoever fights him. So in their in their first fight was absolute bullshit, and I do mean that in every yeah. sense of the word. It was the worst <laughs> was fight I've one funny. of the worst fights I've ever seen yep. for the level the 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 range between my level of anticipation for a fight <laughs> and its actual payoff has never been greater. Like yep. than that fight right there. But like, what are the odds of that happening twice? They would go in there and throw right. Yep. You, you would hope so, but I, I would rather him re-sign with the UFC. So. Me too. Cause, yeah, because who knows? that The UFC may get pissed off if he goes and, and helps out Francis Ngannou, and he may never come back that way. So that, that, yeah. that's another thing. It, it may be a, a quick payday, and it's more than he uh, he makes outside of a, of a title fight in the UFC. Uh, he's I don't think he's making $2 million, uh, just for these normal fights, but um, you have to decide. Um how many more fights you want to have? If you just want to have one more fight, then sure. But it sounds like he he's making a title run, and who's to say he can't? If he's doing flying knees and he has abs, Dan, who's to say? Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit he could be doing. So <laughs> line, line him just up for the fight. record. I, I I made my pick before I saw that he had abs. Okay, I just dude, the I, abs I the, they look <laughs> they looked drawn on a little bit, but like <laughs> but like hey, he, he was in good shape regardless. His face yeah, was yeah. thinner, like everything about him was thinner. His, his body looked thinner too. So like yep. and and I, I knew it was a good sign when he came in three and a half pounds lighter than he had to. Like I think he was yep. two two sixty three and a half. Um, so so that's two and a half pounds less, not three and a half. Two and a half pounds less than he had to. That means he didn't cut because no maniac would get to the level they have to cut and then like be like, what if I lost two more pounds? Um, well, so he like, said he almost died when he cut last time. Well, and but like some people say that and then mess up their weight cut again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't and, have to. Well, I, I, easy for me to say, but you shouldn't have to cut for heavyweight. But well, you shouldn't have to cut to heavyweight when, when you look like him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is true. All right. Um, and yeah. It's fun to if we can have Derek Lewis back at a high level. So I'm all for that. Uh, speaking of high level fights, Dan, <laughs> lightweights, Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson, 
Bobby Green stole this one in the what the last six seconds. Technical submission, arm triangle choke. After Tony Ferguson did some questionable defense, get out of it by kicking around like like a fish before you get the hooks out and put it back in the water. Catch and release, people. Um, yeah, but I, like I said, he did steal it because uh, the announcers all had Ferguson was clear. It was going to be at least 30-27 Ferguson, maybe 30-26 uh, because he didn't get killed. And that's what the judges uh, judge fights on. But luckily, Green stopped the fight before it went to the judges. And we had about minus 350. Tony Ferguson, just for the record, had one judge's scorecard on one round. He won the first. No, on- we shouldn't have had any. He won the first on Ron McCarthy's card. I guess. Uh, he, 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 the, the first you could argue because he landed some good shots in there. I don't I wouldn't have scored the first for him. But like, I'm also not calling for Ron McCarthy's certification because like he gave that one away. Um, Is that Big the, John's kid or not? I have doesn't, no idea. That's, you have a kid to do it? If he does, it's probably it's probably Ron McCarthy to go with John McCarthy. But uh, <laughs> but no, it, but all the other judges and McCarthy gave all the other rounds to Bobby Green and gave Bobby Green a 10, eight second. Uh, one judge did. So, yeah, I mean, like it was a better Tony Ferguson than I expected. Um, but he still like his his brain still made a Swiss cheese and there's not a lot left there. Um, yep. I, I'm yep, glad to see got, you cut out the slushy. Slushy list uh slushy list Ferguson is a thing. No more eating slushies. All right. All right. Um <laughs> never yeah, eat a slushy. <laughs> if he's not gonna <clears throat> retire, then the UFC should stop giving him fights, basically. They, they cut I, people all the time, they can cut him too. I agree with that. Yep, and then you can go fight in Bellator. So um and then the opener on the main card was Kevin Holland versus Michael Chiesa. Submission Darce choke, but it was Kevin Holland doing the submitting. 239 in the first round. We have Michael Chiesa. I this is one of the fights I was flipping flopping on. I'm trying to cover cover my uh my tracks here. Um, because I did pick Chiesa in the end. But boy, he looked that's what old fighters look like uh, when they don't want to get hit anymore. He did not take well to get any hit in that fight and was flailing for takedowns and ended up getting himself caught. So yikes. I uh I'm fine with this because I picked Michael Chiesa and I don't believe he ever made it to the cage because I was watching somebody else fight in there. <laughs> He oh take that. That was dude, that wasn't dude. At his worst, he's never looked like that. Like at yeah. his very worst, Michael Chiesa never looked like that. That was uh I, I don't know, some some shell of what he used to be. That that was really pathetic. Um and yep. it said it uh Sportivo told us he retired afterwards. Is that not wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I haven't seen that. I think the bot may have been uh, messed up there a little bit because I didn't see that anywhere myself. So, uh, the bot. So gotta, yeah, that, he's got to check uh, the sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you got to be careful picking um, fighters who have been out of the cage for a while and uh, that are a little bit older. Not that he cast the super well, but yeah, that was not good. And he will be an instant fade going forward uh, if he continues to fight, which I'm sure he will because no one ever quits when the um, uh, should. Yeah. I, I just uh, I just fact checked Sportivo real quick, and uh, Nolan King actually just dropped an article a couple of hours ago um, that apparently he said he's going to dust himself off and he's uh, going to be back yeah. at it. Title run, here we go. Title run coming up. Um, all right, Dan got three right. I got two right in the uh, in the main card. Let's go to the main prelims. This is where Gumby's shown three uh, four straight picks for him. Uh, Gabriel Bonfim. Still looks like the real deal, even though we've only seen 
mere seconds of him in the cage. He, Yo, uh, Trevin Giles loves getting guillotine choked. He sure does. And he got himself <laughs> guillotine a minute into this fight, minute 13. And we had Bonfim at minus 325. Bonfim via submission was something that we uh, we put out there too, I believe. Yeah. Not officially. But. And, and there were people in the Discord I know who had him in the first round by submission, uh, which just made sense. He looked great. Yep. He, he was striking well. He got... Trevin Giles to panic takedown far before Gerald Mearshart would have gotten him to panic takedown. So, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's the good bomb theme onwards and upwards for him. <laughs> the good, we, we keep slagging off his brother, but yes, uh, onwards and upwards for the good bomb theme, um, catchway fight because Vinicius Salvador came in, uh, two and a half pounds over the upper limit. When you include the extra pound, uh, flyweight, and got himself a decision loss in a very yucky fight. Usually, fight he, was, comes through he was shocked. Through. He was shocked. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, he won. Yeah. 29 28 across the board. Neither guy looked good. It wasn't a good fight. CJ Vergara won. We had him as our pick. I think Vergara showed promise. Like, I, I've just never been like weighing in on Vergara anyway. Um, yeah, in yeah. fact, I even I even picked against him when he was on Contender Series and he beat Bruno Correa. Uh, I, I thought Korea was going to run through him and he hit him with a weird knee, but like, look, look, he, he is three and two in the UFC. Now his only losses are to Ode Osborne and uh, Tetsuya Tyra. So like, I don't know, not the, not the worst performances when you consider it all. I, I think uh, he showed some decent boxing. Uh, granted in, in the grand scheme of what this night was terrible fight. <laughs> yep. It was and flyweights usually, like I said, usually come through. This one did not go my way, even though Claudio Hibero had his moments when he put his foot on the gas, and then he did the thing that all smart fighters do. He rocks his opponent on the feet, and he's like, "Hey, let's grapple and let him let, let my opponent get the uh, shake the cobwebs out," which is what all smart fighters do when they have someone um, rock. They rush in and get themselves clenched up. So uh, Roman Kopilov came through. He, he lasted in the second round, thirty-three seconds. Another head kick knockout. Another win for the Gumby man at minus 200. Yeah, I had, I had him by KO too, which made those odds a little nicer. Um, yep. And I have to say, how in the name did this not win a performance bonus? Yeah. Like this is one of the most. Head kicks usually are automatic money it's for you. One of the most devastating head kicks of all time. Did you hear the sound of it? Like, yep. Crack. If, yeah. If you did not hear the sound of that and, and you're listening to this, go back. Watch the highlight. Turn it up. It's one of the most gruesome sounds. And uh, for some reason, they're like, nah, give it to Kevin Holland, who fought a shell of a fighter anyway. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it's Gumby's ringtone now is the crack of that head kick, right? I do love that. It's it's <laughs> that and it also my screen displays uh, Derek Lewis dancing with his pants off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hibiero yeah. had the had the better hair in the fight. We'll give him that. But yeah. Um, but um roman you don't you don't like you don't like you don't like uh russian chase hooper yeah chase hooper's dad came through so his his big brother came through um and then the opening the prelims jake matthews came through it took him a while darius flowers swarmed him matthews seemed kind of surprised that this uh short notice newcomer was swarming him uh with strikes but uh the uh body work that Matthews was putting in on flowers paid off eventually. And he ended up getting him down and submitting him with rear naked choke 237 to the second round. We had Matthews at minus 240. Um, don't think that does much for his stock, but it does double his money because he got his win bonus and he got us a, a win too. Yeah. I, I would say if he was shocked by that, he should have watched any of the tape on, on Darius flowers. 
yeah. because like all of his prior fights are that man in uh and then like the ones he loses are like he runs out of gas and quits that's what he did against ryan lenninger when lenninger submitted him um yeah. he he just like ran out of gas in the second round and quit so like yeah i'm i'm not surprised that this out went i i I thought he'd maybe get him out a little bit earlier, but, um, you know, like he's that dude's just a brawler. That's what he is. And Jake Matthews is smarter than that. Yep. So he got it, uh, got the job done. And then into the early prelims, Joris Medic came through. Matthew Semmelsberger looked good until he did not. And then he got himself TKO'd, spinning back fist and punches. Uh, he was rocked before the spin even happened. 236 in the third round. But yeah, I thought his Semmelsberger minus 200 pick was looking really good. Like I said, until it wasn't. I was surprised that all the judges gave Medich the second. Really? I, I thought, yeah, I thought that round was kind of a toss up. Um, but like, yeah, I, at the same time, I really liked how Samuelsberger looked. Um, it, it's power is real. I mean, striking with a guy like Medich for that long is like not easy to do. Um, so yeah. like he had, he had a good fight in there. It, it is a little upsetting that we didn't get that one right. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. It is what it is. And then, yeah, you agree Summersberger looked good until he didn't? Yeah. He oh, yeah, good, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then in the opener, did not start off well for me. Miranda Maverick looked the way we want her to look usually, Dan, except this time we didn't pick we didn't pick her, and she looked the way that we hoped that she would look in the past. Um, a grapple-heavy win over Priscilla Cachuera ended up familiar with the gnarly armbar, 2-11 into the third round. Miranda Maverick, uh, her, her gamble taking short notice fight paid off for it. I just wish she would make up her mind about what kind of fighter she is because like, yeah, she didn't only look good in her wrestling here. Her hands look good too. She was fast. Yeah. Since she was, she was so much smaller too. Yeah. Yeah. And like none of that showed up against Jazuda Vicious. And I know, you know, Jasmine is a way better fighter than Cachoeira is, but like usually you shouldn't be able to see like a palpable difference in the, the fighting style of Maverick, but like, you could, and that fight was only a month and a half ago. Yep, it's true. Yeah, she's so gonna be miserable. She's gonna be miserable to handicap for the rest of her career. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think I'm I'm fully back on board <laughs> with her. No, uh, I don't think yeah. I am either. But I, I think uh, this is at least a step in the right direction. Yeah, I'm gonna be it less is, hesitant is. on backing her at negative two hundred than I was this time. Yeah, that is true. So uh, that concludes the eleven fight. Night, uh, no fight of the night bonuses. Uh, four performance of the night bon- bonuses Justin Gaethje, Derek Lewis, two guys who don't need the bonus, then Bobby Green and Kevin Holland. Um, so I went five and six. Boo, lost 330 bucks. I am down money on the year, obviously. Uh, I'm at 58% overall with my picks. Not good enough. I gotta be, get back over 60. Gumby, seven and four. He, he had himself a good night. Um, he's at 54% overall and he's down. 400 more bucks than I am overall. Haha. <laughs> but you won 110 last night. So there's still time, Gumby. There's time. I missed on all my recommended plays. My lock, Poye. My dog, Kiesa. My prop, Poetan, via knockout. None of them came through. Gumby hit his copy love lock. He whiffed on the Cachoeira dog. And then Thompson and Pereira going the distance did not happen. They didn't even start the fight, Dan. And then the, as per usual, Sometimes it hits. I shouldn't say as per usual. The Hungry Man Jong, Superfan Parlay. I got half. half. Came through. <laughs> Derek Lewis via, via knockout. So maybe we're going to change it to the Mormon, Mormon Pudding Parlay. From Mormon Pudding Parlay? Yo, if, that if you if you suggest killed. that, Jong's going to kill you. 
<laughs> I know I can't take it. John was talking about some other weird sport I've never heard of in the in the fight discord last night. So I don't know. He's mentioned names I don't know. Was it was it Crawford and uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't think they're well, allowed what, to do anything. What Crawford? What Crawford's boxing, dude? <laughs> I know. That's, that's, that's why I'm saying. He's oh, you're, you're being... weird, weird sport where you can't do anything but punch people. When, There's definitely no you, bad stand. When you said weird sport, I was like, oh, so you <laughs> yeah, mean like, what... yeah, wushu karate or like. <laughs> <laughs> nope, they're not allowed like, to do anything fun like that. Yeah. All they're allowed to do is punch and no one ever gets hurt really. So long term they do. But anywho, <laughs> um, so that was that, right? I, I recapped it properly. I think it recapped Yeah, you're properly. fine. Yeah, you're All fine. right. Next week. We got another fight card. It's actually a pretty good one. Even though it's got a makeshift main event, it's a pretty damn good makeshift main event because it's got Corey Sinegan and Rob Font in it. We're not complaining about that, right? No, it's a good fight. It is UFC on ESPN. Sinegan versus Font. August the 5th, Bridgestone Arena, Nashville, Tennessee. So the Octagon is still traveling around the country. So we got a, it's a catchweight fight, 140 pounds, uh, because Rob Font is coming in on a, what, two weeks notice about? Two yeah, but... but- uh, but this is only kind of a short notice fight because he was also supposed to fight August 19th in Boston. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And his opponent had pulled out for that. Songy Dong had pulled out for that fight. So it was like either find him a last second opponent so he could stay in Boston or back it up uh, two weeks and fight Corey Sanhagen. So it's sort of on short notice, but not really. Yep. And it should be a good one. Um, elsewhere on the card, Jessica Andrade versus Tatiana Suarez. That's another fantastic fight card somehow have you on, seen the Andrade's odds on that have you seen the odds no. on that by the way no I, I don't usually look at odds till i pick but go ahead no, you can tell no no you you tell me what you think the odds are on that fight for some reason suarez minus 200 is coming in my head suarez minus 425 oh come on yeah i couldn't believe like don't get me wrong i like suarez i think she's gonna win that fight but like yeah. Not not a negative 425, man, dude. That's an absurd number against Jessica Andrade. And this is her cutting down to straw weight again, too, for the first time. Correct. In yeah. Years and years and years. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to Andrade regardless, but we got that. Uh, good fight. Just Dustin Jacoby, Kennedy and Zachukwu should be fun. Also, Diego Lopez, Gavin Tucker, Tanner Bozer, Alexa Kamer. So we have a couple of Canadians there. Gumby back to back. It's been a while. It was July was a very quiet month for Canadians. Let me tell you, uh, Ignacio Bajo Mondes, Ludovic Klein round out the main card prelims, Billy Quarantillo, Damon Jackson, Kyler Phillips, Haoni Barcelos, Jeremiah Wells, Carlston Harris, Sean Woodson, Jesse Butler, Cody Durden, our favorite, uh, Jake Hadley and Ode Osborne, Asu Almabayev. Is Hadley going to get sent back to England, Dan? I, that's a that's probably one of the more fun <laughs> fights on that card though. Am I am I wrong? Like that nope. that's like a couple of dudes who bang and wrestle and it's gonna be fun. I think Jeremiah Wells versus Carlston Harris is gonna be a fun one too. Um yep. especially after seeing, you know, Jeremiah Wells like have a fun back and forth fight with Semmelsberger. Um and knowing, you know, Carlston Harris can like if that dude can crack. Um, you know, he, he lost to Shavkat, but like who but you know. People lose to Shavkat. Um, yeah, that, that and, happens. Yeah, Billy Billy Q versus Damon Jackson's a banger. Diego Lopez getting another shot is real exciting. Yeah, this is a good card. See, I don't even have to cue the guy up anymore. Usually, I say, "What do you What do you like about this card?" You know, it's been yeah. so long. I'm also, uh, and maybe it's because I have him on uh, the Top Turtle MMA podcast. Make sure to listen this week. Oh. Uh, quick teaser here. Uh, I'm having him on the show, but am I wrong in being like? 
I forgot Alexa Kamer was here. Um, yeah, well, you I know, know the name. Yeah, he's track of him. It's true. He he was Steve Miocic's prodigy, and right, he was, yeah, 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 he, yeah. He, he came right. out the gate real hard, but then lost a weird one to Thick Willie Knight, and uh, <laughs> then he lost to uh, Nikolay Legumaranu, but only. Because New Gumaranu like grabbed the fence thirty-one straight times and never got penalized for it. So like, yeah, I don't know. Like him versus Tanner Bozer is kind of weird, and I'd love it. Yeah, last chance for Tanner Bozer, you would think. You would have to think, but it's probably also the last chance for Kamer. He's he's lost two yeah. in a row. As weird as the the losses might be, like yep. yeah, you can't keep losing like that. It is true. Oh, we didn't fire anyone. Do we have anyone that needs to be fired after last night? I don't think we you do, do we? Oh, maybe Tony Ferguson obviously has got it. Well, yeah, he won't be. Uh, you know, you can <laughs> you, you can dream if you want, but he won't be. Um, well, I, I would dream. Do, do you think Venezia Salvador needs to get cut? Oh, yeah. He missed weight, too. So, yeah, he's probably going 0-2 and miss weight. Yeah, uh, that's Tre- probably a... Trevin Giles. He lost it around... But he was also so long. He was also like on a two. Sneaky how many fights he's had. He was also on a two fight winning streak coming in. Yeah, it's true. Wh- yeah, which sound, I, it, he's probably safe. I can't believe I'm saying that, but he was on a two fight winning streak coming in. <laughs> um, yeah. and Cachoeira maybe, but she just beat Lipsky and she was coming on a two fight winning streak too. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. You maybe not. Anyone? No. Yeah. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's fine. Well, uh, Merry Christmas early Christmas in July for all you people. Um, all right. That is enough of the recap. Uh, you, you guys are lucky I show up even when I make crap picks two weeks in a row. I, I was nine and four three weeks ago. So things were, things were looking up then, Dan, but I am now 10 and 16 over the last two weeks. Things are going to change next week. Tennessee. That it's, it's going to be lucky for me. Um, until then the Discord's the place to find us sports slash discord in the fights channel in there. Um, even though Jong is still talking about that sport where you're just allowed to use your fists in. Um, where else? Top Turtle we told you about. Listen to Dan's Top Turtle podcast. Catch us on Twitter or X or whatever it's called uh, when you listen to this. <laughs> it is SGPNMMA. Jeff Fox, writer. Gumby Vreeland. They're all the handles. Of course, the platform we have the most followers on is the one that's going down the tubes, right? That's is, got, uh, That's great. Dude, everybody's been talking about it going down the tubes forever. And is it going well? No, it's not going well, but there's not an alternative. So, you know. Hopefully he'll, he'll just sell it to someone, uh, the person we shall not name. Uh, I am on Instagram. That's an alternative. Jeff underscore Fox underscore writer. Told you how, oh, I also have a Substack. Go to moneymma.substack.com. Sign up. You can get a free subscription. If you want to lock all my articles, you can get a paid one for very cheap. Um, and a free one will get you, at the very least, will get you in the weekly pick contests that are on every week. And that is it. Oh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, obviously. The mothership, our parents. Go there for all your sports gambling needs. And obviously, slash Patreon. Uh, sign up to the Patreon to help us out here. All right. Um, we'll be back very shortly. Monday, we got our non-UFC. This is the last week for a while. We're going to do a non-UFC affiliated Monday show, right? That's right. Yeah, because the Contender series is almost here, baby. It's only, a, well, at least our first breakdown episode is a, about a week away. Yeah, fantastic. Um, until then, Semi, the Jedi will be me, Jeff Fox. Uh, Gumby, the Doctor of Reland, uh, will be back on Monday too, hopefully, since I'm not going to break down LFA by myself. There you go. I told you what we're doing. Um, We'll talk to you then. Bye.